the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Trying to get you to retirement. That's the name of the game, the goal of the show. Doesn't always work out like that, but that's the goal. Um, what do we start with? Do you remember the story that hit yesterday about Kim Kardashian getting fined? over a million dollars ultimately for soliciting financial advice. I want to go a little bit more into that because you really need to be careful. I think there's two things that can get you into a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble, not doing your own homework and cheating, thinking that someone's smarter than you and copying their notes. Kim Kardashian should never, ever, never, ever, ever walk close to financial advice. Our government has policies in place to try to protect basically stupid people from ultimately stupid people when it comes to financial products. Kim Kardashian sent out a post that was like, hey, guys, are you into crypto? This is not financial advice, but sharing what my friends just told me about Ethereum Max token. A few minutes ago, Ethereum Max burned 400 trillion tokens, literally 50% of their admin wallet given back to the entire Emacs community. Hashtag Emacs. Hashtag disrupt history. Hashtag Ethereum Max. Hashtag. You get the idea. Um, What am I saying here? Be careful who you take advice from, but also be careful about how smart you think you are. I got a couple emails yesterday from a long time listener who still has another job outside the industry, still doesn't do his own homework. His name's Tony. Uh, He's not Tony the mortgage guy. But he is completely obsessed with inflation at this point in time. If the U.S. Infl- if the U.S. gets inflation under control, but Europe and Asia don't, won't their inflation still affect us because we import so much? Um, inflation will take care of itself. If you think the Federal Reserve can do anything, it can't. They push on a string. The Federal Reserve can stimulate demand, but they can't take it away. That's why we say it's pushing on a string. But Tony's obsessed with being right. And he's missing the point. If you have ever seen a tweet, a gram, is that what they call it? Dropping a gram? If you ever dropped a gram, that sounds dirty. Um, And Kim Kardashian's on the other end of it. You're like, oh, wow, she's worth a billion. I should be worth a billion. She's famous for taking her clothes off and sending out a sex tape that her mother brokered a deal on, which is the creepiest thing in the world. That's creepier than House of Dragons, 
with all the incest that show is like promoting <laughs> promoting your daughter's sex tape and brokering a deal. Very, very and reshooting it. Sketchy. So Ethereum Max has lost 95% of its value since June 2021. She should be ridiculed for this. She should be humiliated for this. She shouldn't be able to move on to her next thing. A million dollar fine is quite quite a lot. It's nothing to her. And it also tells you, wow, she gets $250,000 for every gram she drops Instagram. Um, maybe I should broker a deal for my child sex tape. Like, good God, is there that much money in this? Investing in tokens in like Emacs is risky because the value can plummet. I would completely, completely stay away from all tokens. The only thing in the world of digital currencies, digital assets that are of interest to me are Ethereum and Bitcoin. And I'll be honest with you, I've got enough money that I'm not even dipping my toes in the, in the water yet. Um, and there's enough opportunities elsewhere that I don't feel like I have to hit a home run. Until I go to the store and I see someone pull out their Bitcoin to pay for their groceries, I'm like, nah. Until my son sets up an Ethereum contract to sell his college book back to his professor, ultimately. And the professor gets to sell it to another kid and make another, you know, uh, cut on the contract. I mean, it's not playing. But if you've been swayed by Kim Kardashian to buy Ethereum max tokens last year, your holdings would have lost 95% of their value. I, I kind of feel like there should be a lawsuit against her. Not just a penalty, but a lawsuit. Now, again, I, I get that it says this is not financial advice. But it's really bad financial advice is what it is. It's being promoted to stupid people who think that she's something important. I'm not big in influencers. I'm not going to knock them all. But I got wealthy the old-fashioned way. I started a career. I grabbed my lunchbox. I went to work every day. I got up this morning. I'm on air. I'm not cutting a Instagram. Not cutting a porn video of me. Although, coming this fall. That's not going to happen. Uh, the SEC announced Monday that Kardashian would be fined $1.26 million and had to agree not to promote any crypto securities for three years. Um, how about not promoting any crypto securities? You know, the SEC stops people like Joe Montana, legendary Bay Area quarterback, right? He He's not allowed to go to Fidelity. And Fidelity doesn't say, you know, hey, we want you to promote the Fidelity Life Fund. Hi, I'm Joe Montana, and I really like the Fidelity Life Fund because all you stupid people who watch me play football, you guys are stupid, and you're going to go out and buy whatever I say. Thank you very much. He's allowed to promote throwing a football through a a, a, a tire to help fix your <coughs> erectile dysfunction, uh, which is just fun to say on air. But he's not allowed to promote a financial product that may not be in your best interest. It may be. And for the record, I think he would do a great job of being a great pitchman for great products, but he's too influential to people without brains. <laughs> you're saying you're going down hard on people today. Well, trust me, it works, and that's why we have these protections in place. Uh, in the past 16 months, Ethereum Max burned 400 trillion tokens. 
that are down 95.3%, you almost have to try hard to lose that kind of value. Again, there's a reason that our industry exists and has a, a police, the SEC, monitor us in financial products. Uh, we're not allowed to tout. We're not allowed to get in front of a stock and say, oh, I'm going to buy Nike tomorrow. And I bought it three days ago. And Nike's heavily, heavily uh, transacted. So the damage that I could do with a, you know, touting getting in front of a, a stock like a Nike is very nominal. But if I found a stock under $5, I could easily move it on this show by promoting it in a boiler room kind of manner. Get three of my friends to promote it. We buy it a week before we promote it. We promote it. We're selling while you're buying. It happens. And fortunately for us, the SEC is there and they're looking at smaller trends, uh, smaller stocks and smaller capitalizations that are easily moved. Now they're terribly underfunded, terribly underfunded as an institution. And there are bad people in the financial world that they don't catch. So one of the pieces of advice I like to drop on you is help your parents. Because suddenly when you're 65, 70, you're, you're hearing things differently. Like your ears get just change and you want to hear and you want to believe that this product has no downside and has nothing but upside. When you're 50 or savvy enough to say that doesn't exist. There are no promises. There are no guarantees. Consult a broker advisor before taking action on anything you ever hear. Try to figure out if it's appropriate for you. Ask them, what are the fees? What are the commissions? What are the costs of this product? Come on, people. You can't let Kim Kardashians give financial advice in this world, can you? I'm Rob Black. You're listening to New Focus on Wealth on AM 1220 KDOW. So I went pretty hard on Kim Kardashian and fans of Kim Kardashian. I want to throw down a quick little, eh, uh, I guess, slam in my industry. I want to be careful how I frame this. You have to be really, really careful about the information that's out there. I'm looking at Market Watch right now, and you're like, yeah, is that CBS Market Watch? It may not may or may not be tied to CBS anymore. It once was back in the early days of the internet land grab. Um, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, they all had like money pages. And Market Watch lives on. And when you go to the website, it looks beautiful. It's well laid out. There's a lot of information for a show like this. Um, I can, you know, easily do a whole radio show just by, by talking about the headlines. Why California is paying nearly 70% more for gasoline at the pump than the rest of the country. Okay, that that's a good article to actually read. Why are we paying more? Average California price stood at $6.25 on Monday. Um, and what you do learn is like, yeah, we have more taxes here, a lot more taxes on gasoline. Um, and then we also have a problem where we're Californians, damn it. And we want to consume gasoline. We just don't want a refinery or a pipeline in our state. Little bit snarky there, Rob. Little bit snarky. You're having one of those days, aren't you? Yeah. 
so it's really, really difficult to build anything in the gasoline world in California. And because of that, it makes it very, very much so we have to bring it in from other states, Canada, Mexico, barges, anything we or we can get other people to dirty up their land and send it to us, right? But there's also things that CBS Market Watch that you're like, I didn't know that. And you have to look very, very carefully. One in five retirees don't see this expense coming, or it's $315,000 price tag. And that's the headline. Right above the headline, there's a disclosure. Advertiser disclosure. Teeny, teeny, tiny little letters. And it's really tough to see. But now, if I'm a retiree, I'm trying to get news on what the hell's happening in the market today. Uh, is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? And my 401k is, is, feels like a 201k. And I get a market watch and I see that headline. One out of five retires. And I'm like, well, I'm a retiree. I should see what I didn't see coming. $315,000 sounds like a lot of money. And what you're going to see is it is well-written. But it's an advertisement for long-term care. Um, it's an advertisement for a high-fee, high-commission product. Now, there's some good mentions in this article. There's no doubt about it. Biggest retirement shocks, um, like bankruptcy and victimization by fraud. Loss in total value of savings of more than 10% in a down market. Family emergencies. Heading towards Medicaid where you're like, what's this mean? What's almost cruel is that as my mother got into elderly years, she had to make some decisions when her mind was starting to go in decline. Please help your parents out. Stop them from making an assessment on something that could be an advertisement or a high-fee, high-commission product. The classic example with my mother was as she got, well, I could, I could tell you two, two people as they got older, what I saw them do was sit down in front of the TV and watch TV. And he'd go visit my mom or he'd go visit your friend's mom. And she's talking to the TV. like, And they're always on one of two channels, the weather channel. Or they're on the, like the home shopping network. So my mom would talk to the home shopping network people like, I love this person. He's so good looking. And she bought my sister because my sister was her last child. I think she'd buy her a lot of stupid knickknacks. My family grew up very Catholic until I was about six. And then my oldest brother got caught selling marijuana and my father just lost the faith, I guess. Um, and my mom, I don't get it. There's like some holes here in the story that I just don't get. I'm telling you that we grew up Catholic and my dad lost the faith because my brother got caught selling marijuana. It was a big headline in the newspaper and all my dad's co-worker saw it and I think it was shaming. Um, or maybe he just didn't try his he just didn't try as hard is what it came down. Or maybe the alcohol caught up to him. I don't know. Something, right? Um, but my mom would buy like papal pins. And you're, I'm, you're like, say that again slowly, Rob. 
papal pens, like a pendant of the Pope. And it was honoring him coming to America. And there's only 50 million of these made. So my mom got scammed in my, I, I gotta be careful because home shopping network is not a scam. QVC is not a scam, but the people they're taking advantage of are seniors who are lonely. Um, Everything about it screams it. If you ever watch one of those shows, um, the, you know, don't you want to get this brand new computer? It's got awesome graphics. Look at the graphics on it. And my mom would be like, look at the graphics on it. It looks good. And then suddenly she's spending four payments of $3.99 or four payments of $99 on something that's probably worth 10 cents on a papal pendant. So when we're packing up my mom's house about five years ago, as she really started to decline in physical health, we're finding all this crap that she ordered. And um, my brother Dave was in charge of her budget. I was in charge of her stocks. and. We found in her budget, like another thing that shocked us, there was a every month, a hundred dollar payment coming out of her bank account. And we're like, what's that? And it took a lot of digging. Have you ever got a uh, bill from something? You're like, honey, did you pay for something called home valued services? In this case, it was a life insurance policy. Now, someone who's 80 years old probably doesn't need to be buying life insurance. But someone got on the phone with her and said, do you want to buy life insurance? And she did. And we don't even know how she friggin' figured out her bank account numbers. Because again, her mental capacity was going down pretty fast. So it was probably tied towards a credit card, which was tied towards the bank account. But that easily was four years of $100 a month scam. Again, not a scam. Just someone, just an a-hole of a person, a jerk of a human being preying on the elderly, getting a commission. Um, All out scams day. Buyer beware. Help your parents out as they age. I'm Rob Black. Now back to New Focus on Wealth on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I do a radio show and I do a podcast. The radio show is roughly two hours a day. And I cherry pick segments out of it to make the podcast. So there's some things that are obvious. Like um, when I start at the seven o'clock hour, the market's already open. So I kind of do a roll call of what's happening and why. And then I try to piece together the other four, five, six, six, seven segments into a podcast. I try to keep the podcast at four total segments or less. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Tell a friend, pass it on. Thanks, help. Um, all that good stuff. I listen to commercials though, when I'm doing the radio show and I've been doing the radio show for over 20 years and during the radio show, there's commercials and you get, I've heard some commercials a lot. Let's just say, but also during the commercials, there's market updates that are sponsored by, you know, um, various companies, but brought to you by basically my, my company that pays me minimum wage to the show. Um, and I'm happy to get it. I'm not, I love the broadcast angle. I really do. It's fun. Um, It keeps me honest. It keeps me, I have to get in front of a microphone every day. I'm not playing golf ever at 6 a.m. No tea times at eight, nothing like that. It was always my goal is to be locked into research early so that my day progressed around research. 
one of the things I heard during the commercial break was a market update. And um, it just made me crack up because yesterday was a big day on the markets. And today is a big day on the market, it sounds like. And what I said, and my producer probably caught this, I go, wow. Um, I don't really care about the daily market moves. I don't care if the market's up 600 one day, 500 another day, down 1,000. It's not how I play the game. And I play the game to create wealth and to not get caught up in scams, not to get caught up in fees and products. Um, even though I'm representing a certified financial planning firm, uh, there are fees there. Of course there are. They're essentially glorified lawyers or glorified <clears throat> knowledgeable people about wealth. And there's always going to be a transaction, <clears throat> a relationship there. I like it that it's fee only. It's in your best interest. Um, I like the accreditation of a certified financial planner, but even more importantly, I like the fact that they can do things that I can't. So I have a CFP with the firm that I work with and it just, I can create wealth. That's easy, but manage it in retirement's a little more difficult. So anyway, I heard the rally is extending yesterday to today. Must be the sign of a bottom. Not necessarily. It would be lovely if it was because I know some people now are making some bad decisions. Got a person who I've seen my 401k drop and I need to take, you know, my, uh, I need to pay myself because I'm in retirement. What should I do? I'm like, well, you got to tell me a little bit more of what you have in your 401k. And you should have had more emergency fund. You know, you hear CFP Chad Burton come on the show on a regular basis say, you need three years of cash flow. We are six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, nine months, 10 months into a bad bear market um, where it's, it's, it feels like I'm down. I'm a sad bear. <laughs> kind of like, it's not good. It could be three years. That's why does Chad say three years of of income in cash or cash like reserves? Because bear markets happen. It's not like oh, I woke up and suddenly there's aliens living amongst us. When did this happen? You shouldn't be surprised by it. Anyhow, I don't want to get too far off base here. Um, I saw one of those um, stories. On homes that people bought during the pandemic. You know that there was a big move from the big city. Why well, live in the big city if restaurants are closed? Let's move to the suburbs. Let's go somewhere where there's trees and bears. Not like bear markets, but bears, like real bears. That And people moved. I was a little stunned by this. Listen to this. Um, three quarters of pandemic home buyers have regrets. And then I thought about it. I, I Technically, I bought a home during the pandemic. I bought last year in 2021. Uh, I moved my family from a 1,600-square-foot home into a bigger home that has a pool. Uh, the pool parties have been epic for the kids, and it's worth every penny. But do I have... Yeah, I know, right? Nearly three-quarters of people who bought, and I'm like, wait, wait, I'm one of those people. So I, I kind of got into this article thinking like, wait, wait, people have regrets about buying a home? And 
I was like, let's see what their regrets are. Cause that, that'll give me some poops and giggles, you know? Um, Kay Kingsman bought her very first home in the summer of 2021, but now wishes she had it. And ultimately we kind of broke the rules. We started letting the seller be completely in control instead of learning to ask questions. Um, the seller was like, Oh no, no, I'm not going to ask answer questions. If you don't want it, I'll sell it to someone else. Okay. Okay. You get how that's going. Um, when she bought her home, Kay Kingsman, she recounts finding beard shavings in the bathroom and the carpet smelling of cat urine. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting that she couldn't smell the cat urine when she first saw it, but did she buy it sight unseen? We don't know. The water pressure was weak and the air conditioning was busted. There also was no parking privileges because it was a condo that the previous owner got into a spat with a homeowners association. I'm not a big fan of homeowners associations or condos. When it comes to real estate, it's the one area that I will say try not to do unless you go in thinking this is going to be a starter. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get the hell out. I'm going to find someone else to sell it to. So if I were to do a condo, I would do it really, really close to a big campus like Apple. Or if I work for Apple, I'd do it really, really close to a big campus like my where I work or a hospital or a university. You're going to need someone to buy that piece of poop from you down the road. Now, you're saying, Rob, I live in a condo. Do I live in a piece of poop? No, I'm not saying that. I think the homeowner association is a piece of poop. Um, you can't leave shoes outside your door. You can't have a door color painted the color green. You can't have um it is this I've heard too many stories. And have you ever heard of a homeowner's association going down in cost? Nope. Have you ever heard of the rules getting easier and everyone really likes each other in a homeowner's association? Nope. Uh, then you get into like charging of electric vehicles in a homeowner's situation and you can't have a cord going out to your car. That's totally against the rules. So I'm not a homeowner's association kind of guy. And it sounds like this woman got into HOA type scenario. And maybe what she should have said is during the pandemic, I should not have got into a homeowner's association kind of thing. Nearly three fourths of Americans who purchased homes in 2021 and 2022 have regrets. Pandemic era buyers really faced unprecedented conditions. The combination of rising prices, few options to choose from, and the extreme time pressure meant some buyers really ended up in a home less than ideal. Uh, I tell you my stories because I think they're A, honest, and B, relevant. Um, I've got a son who, um, I, well, I was born with a situation where I process way than you do. Um, I don't visually see things like you do um, when... I see the word, when I see, you say the word car, um, I see like a car with three wheels instead of four. And I go, it's car. And I'm like, that's, that's a car. And they're like, wait, what's wrong with this picture? I'm like, it's a car. I know that dummy. And they're like, no, no, it's missing a tire. I'm like, oh, I missed that. So I learned how to process a little bit differently than you do. Um, it's a form of dyslexia. It's very, very mild. It's not very life changing. Um, it just, I learned to read differently than you do. I learned to understand things differently than you do. And again, it's not the dyslexia that you think of. There's five different types of dyslexia. It's not the I before E spelling backwards kind of thing. It's a visual thing. Um, 
So I found a great school for my son, and we basically said, let's move. And one month later, we were gone. That's how fast it happened. Um, so yeah, I got into a home that, and that was a situation where we're looking for a home, looking for a home, looking for a home. No, that one's not quite right. Oh man, that one's got a, <laughs> I looked at a home, listen to this crap that had a golf range on it. And in the backyard, it's like on the side of a hill. So it's got netting and the realtor's like, yeah, yeah, this, this guy, his son was a college golfer and he's on the pro tour now and he grew up in this home and it was a pretty funky home with lots of steps built into the side of a hill uh it wasn't my thing it had a great it had a grotto pool like i would have felt like come on into the playboy mansion and come into the grotto it was that kind of cheesy but i was like maybe this is what i'm gonna end up with and at the last second a dream home came open and available and we got into a bidding war do i have some regrets of course i have some regrets do I wish that I paid, you know, over the market? Yeah. Do I wish I would have known a little bit more about how to maintain a pool? Sure. Um, I live in the country. Like I live without cellular service. <laughs> That's how bad it is. We have the internet, but the cellular service isn't in the location. Um, and there's a big fight amongst community owners of like, should we get Verizon to put a tower up? And they've been zoned for a tower. And I don't know. We all have regrets. The market's switching, so take your time if you can. Get an inspection. Waving an inspection is a lot of risk. I had to wave an inspection. I could have had kryptonite underneath my home. I know you're saying kryptonite's not real. Okay, radiation. I'm Rob Black. You're listening to New Focus on Wealth on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The Supreme Court is taking up an interesting case. And... I know the Supreme Court is more conservative than liberal in past courts. Um, I don't get too much further into that rabbit hole of political conversation. But I'm thinking, okay, conservative court and Supreme Court is going to be deciding on challenging legal immunity for tech sites. Section 230 has long given tech companies like Google, Facebook, Twitter, legal immunity over moderating content. But now the Supreme Court is taking on a case that seeks to hold Google legally liable for a deadly 2015 Paris terrorist attack. Um, That's one that I'll read later today. I'm going to read up on the Supreme Court case. I own shares of Google. I'm not worried about this legal um, case from seven years ago. But it certainly would be have ramifications for companies like Facebook. Um, and political ad spending and hate. Um, Facebook is conducting quiet layoffs. I love how we come up with new terms. Like my board op was telling me, like we we're talking about things that trigger. And, go, and I was like, trigger, that wasn't even a word for me as a kid or as a, even a young man. I wasn't allowed to say, oh, you've triggered a bad reaction in me. I just had to deal with it. It was Kind of, when I was a kid, we didn't have triggers. Triggers was a horse the Lone Ranger rode on. But Facebook is qu- conducting quiet layoffs. Managers are being urged to label a certain number of workers, quote, need support in an internal review process in a move that could lead to thousands of job cuts. We need job cuts. Number one way to kill inflation is have people lose their jobs. Now, the Federal Reserve thinks they can do this cute little thing of raising interest rates, and that'll force companies to 
to realize they don't need as many employees to sell as less goods because people can't afford the goods that they could afford last year because the cost of their credit card just went up. I think it really punishes people who live on credit cards. I think it, it publishes poorer people than it does wealthy people. I think the Fed policy is is it's it is it's okay, but it doesn't excite me. It's pushing a string. Facebook is kind of hiding behind quiet layoffs versus telling us the obvious. People aren't using their services as uh, much as they used to, and they know less about us than they used to, thanks to Apple's uh, initiative to cut down on or to increase privacy. Facebook is a different company than it was two years ago before Apple stopped companies like Facebook from watching our keystrokes on every app we were using and tracking us on every search we were making at a Google. Um, I like a clothing company called Toad and Company. Um, I don't know how to explain this other than to say it's kind of a San Diego style Banana Republic, but it's not Banana Republic. So it's not, it's, it's uncommon enough in my opinion that when people see the shirts I wear, they're like, oh, that's a nice shirt. Um, but to get into that and to get in the weeds of that and quiet layoffs, it's problematic. Jack Dorsey called Facebook the swamp of despair in private test to Elon Musk. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be studying up on the Supreme Court. I'm going to be studying up a little bit more on Facebook today. Um, I've got some contacts. I got some research that I need to read. But Jack Dorsey calling Facebook the swamp of despair is probably the funniest messaging that I've seen in quite a while. Uh, the text was revealed during the pretrial discovery process for Twitter's lawsuit against Musk. If you're Mark Zuckerberg, man, you have got, I don't think he hears this stuff. Um, Tim Cook's like, yeah, metaverse isn't really going to be a thing. It's all going to be about augmented reality. And I'm like, I think Tim more right than Mark. And Zuckerberg is throwing billions of dollars into the metaverse. <clears throat> and then you hear another CEO say the metaverse kind of already exists with games like Fortnite. And it's, it's there. <clears throat> In the end, I think we're going to learn Zuckerberg stole the idea of Facebook from college mates and he doesn't really have a lot to offer the biology the ecology that he affects there's a really good book called the death of competition it's by a man whose last name is more m-o-o-r-e and it's not the guy who did crossing the chasm it's a different more but in it he lays down the in the death of competition he lays down the principal concepts of businesses and how they're really ecologies and how they play inside of an ecology and you know how intel and windows this is an old example and you've probably heard this they were the 800 pound gorillas the wintel as it was called almost a duopoly where if you bought anything with a computer it had a windows operating system and an intel processor um, zuckerberg just seems like he's in an ecology of like Short, stupid people. Oh, I should I should be kind there. Um, it seems like his ecology is very isolated from reality, and 
it's ter- it's looking more and more of a problem when Jack Dorsey refers to your business as a swamp of despair. <laughs> now, again, ecology, and I'm talking about like buying clothes from a banana republic, not my thing. I'd rather buy from a small shop. When looking at who's in charge of computers right now, I, I think it's Apple on a lot of levels. I mean, we could have this conversation if you want to have this conversation. I think the ARM processor is more important now than the Intel processor. I think video graphics are more important for AMD and NVIDIA than Intel and their CPUs. But Jack Dorsey made me smile by texting that Facebook is a swamp of despair. It's an ecology that I just don't understand. Yes, they get billions of eyeballs, but other than that, they don't seem to have a leader. It's looking more and more problematic. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.